Hello, I'm Alicia Carr with Women Tech Talk. In this episode, we'll be talking about Millennium Tech Girls. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. This is Alicia Carr, and I have in front of me my two amazing, adorable young millenniums, um, Adriana and Camilla. And I need for Adriana to start. You, Adriana, you introduce yourself to Women Tech Talk. Hello. I'm a junior front-end developer, recent graduate from Georgia Gwinnett College in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Uh, graduated with an IT degree and software development focus, and currently I'm looking for jobs anywhere in the front end development. And Camila? Hi, so I just graduated from DDC as well um, with a degree in digital media, and I recently just accepted a position at CETA uh, as a user experience intern. And I'm working on um, things with Women Who Code as well, hope, helping with the conference, and I'm excited. Yeah, right now we're we're the big thing is right now is women of code is having this we rise women in tech conference and um our girls um Adriana and Camilla are the amazing the I mean off the chain social media women including um Angel which Angel's not here but they're like off the chain social media because last year where did you put us at at the hackathon? <laughs> I can say that again, y'all. Number one. Yeah, our hackathon, women hackathon, they had trend us on Twitter at number one. So I'm telling you, we got some amazing women here. Um, being that they're in the millennium stage of their lives, um, Adriana, how do we meet? I want everybody to know, how do we meet, girl? How do we meet? Oh, so we met through Women Who Code. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh! <laughs> Just no. Okay. Remember, remember, remember. So beside... Um, women Who Code. Yeah, beside Women Who Code, I actually used to previously work as a support specialist at the Apple retail store in Mola, Georgia. And so if you guys haven't known yet, uh, which if you should, Alicia has been in the, um, the WWDC conference. Twice. Um, yeah. 2015, 2016. 2015, 2016. And I saw her on there and I was like, wait, I know her. I've seen her. She goes to Women Who Code events. I know this girl. And I told everybody. <laughs> so when she walked up in there, I think it was to get a watch. Yeah, the, if we fix something. It was something. It was, something. I know it was something. Something about the iPad Pro. It was, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I came to buy iPad Pro. That's right, that's right. And so I was like, I know you. I saw you. And so, like, I was like, I'm part of the Women Who Code as well. Like, I was like, it's good to see you out there. And I was telling her, you're a celebrity. You need to Yes. And we're going to pass that on. We ain't going to say no more about that. Okay. And so, and Camila, she was just like a part of Adriana. <laughs> yeah. And she, you came along with, I think we met you last year with a Hackathon? Or was yeah, it before? I helped out with the, the social media for the hackathon mm-hmm. last year, and that's when I really started getting involved with you all. So yeah, and I was like, I was like, she's like, Adrian, I said, can I bring my friend? And I like, sure. And I was like, oh, Camilla is like off the chain, girl. <laughs> that's off the chain. I was like, so I'm just so excited to be around this young millennium. So how 
So how is it that, how is it being in a millennium in tech right now? Well, Adriana, I, yes, stop. I, I'm sorry. I, I would say it's, it's a little bit hard coming from maybe possibly not being experienced enough. Um, I was happy enough or lucky enough to get an internship at MailChimp um, while I was still in college. And so if anybody knows here in the, in the city in Atlanta, MailChimp is an adored brand with great employees that work there, employees who are taken care of, and they provide also for their customers. They are a really great brand for email marketing. Um, and so that was my first internship, my first real-life job, actually working with code, actually pushing up code, doing pull requests, things like that. And so that was a good example to follow up. But the thing about it here in Atlanta, I don't think a lot of tech companies are centered around cultures. A lot of entrepreneurship around here. But in regards to finding a company that values diversity and development, that is something hard to find. Here in Atlanta. Here in Atlanta that fosters that type of that type of um, inclusive. What do you think about what do you say about it as well, Camilla? Um, I'll say it's exciting, but it is a bit challenging from the standpoint. Um, one of the things that kinda resonated with me, um, when even in my interview with Sita, um, one of the things that they said concerned them was that I was young. And I think people have in their mindset that just because we're young, um, we, 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 we're lazy, we don't want to work for, we think everything should be handed to us. And that's not who I am as a person, but it's kind of hard to shake that mindset that people have about us. Um, definitely me and Adri, we've been making waves in as many ways as possible as we can and just doing what we have to do and proving that we're not that stereotype that people try to place us into. Um, but definitely agree with the, the culture thing is really big and so hard to find those companies that want to foster your growth and let you be yourself, but also want to like teach you and help you learn and not try to like make you fit into their box that they've already created. Well, see, I I have to give it to y'all because y'all are very strong and y'all have not given up. And I mean, I have seen Adriana's like, look, I mean, um, I got to I got to look for a job and you know you constantly saying okay this is going to happen you know and and Adriana's like okay that didn't work okay what's next that didn't work okay what's next and it's like I'm like this girl is hardcore and I mean I've sent and, and even me for Adriana I've sent resumes out for her and it was like okay Adriana apply for this job but I let them know that you're applying and then nothing comes out of it but she never gave up I'm like I was like okay is, is she crying behind that closet door you know like, well, I am. <laughs> so I mean overall you know because I mean I understand where you're coming from as far as the whole um, diversity kind of thing or inclusive and how it's accepting how they like screen you. But I, I'm also realizing it's not just happening to, it's not just millennium women is all women. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that cause you know, um, we've seen some women who took a year to find a job in, in the tech community here in Atlanta. So besides that challenge, do you think that it's getting better or is it more so that you have to prove your worth every time you go into an interview? I think it's both. It is definitely where we are moving in the right direction, but very, very slowly, as slow as a snail. 
Um, but it's also where we do have to try twice as harder. There's no, we suffer from imposter syndrome, but either way we have it, we still have to keep going. So as a millennium, you are still, you're going through what I'm going through as well. So, and with Camilla, what are you, what can you say about this? Yeah, um, I feel like no matter, like Adriel will tell you, like I always try to keep positive, try to like keep her positive, try to just keep us moving forward, like telling her everything's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. But even for myself, I still have that, like, I got to go in here and work twice as hard as like anybody else is going in here because I'm young, I'm black, I'm a woman. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's trying to fight against me. And I'm like, no, like I'm here to work. <laughs> I can make this happen and y'all need to see this. Yeah, because like, I'm <laughs> saying I'm old. I mean, for me, I'm saying I'm old, I'm black and I'm a woman. So yeah. it's like, it's like, okay, what the hell, you yeah. know? And so, I mean, cause my challenge was, you know, you know, I wanted to be that coder. And then I realized that, uh, just don't want to be that coder because it's in it's in that market that is kind of like hard where they question your ability when you know that hell yeah I can do it you know so as a young as a millennium you're saying the same thing hell yeah I can do it and as an old woman I'm like hell yeah I can do it so where in you know so you're saying give me this opportunity whereas if a man was to have the same skill set as you they would have gave him the opportunity do you feel that do you feel that if if a man had the same skills as you right now, or you see, 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 I got that question. Do you feel, I'm going to say this again, do you feel as a man, if you had the same skills as he, if he has the same skills as yours, will you, he have gotten the opportunity? The problem is, is that it's happening to me exclusively with the college grads that I went to school with. Um, unfortunately, it did happen, but it wasn't something that I held against him because it was, it's not something he does. He doesn't even know about the situation, but... Uh, many times I attempted to apply to a company and I kept either not getting called back or not even immediately getting declined at my resume. And I got my resume reviewed many times. We had the same projects. We had the same repositories. We were in class together at the same school. I used to help him with some projects. But either way, he ended up getting a call for an interview and he got an offer for that same exact job but I don't hold it against him it's probably maybe because it wasn't meant for me it was definitely and he's perfect for the role he's definitely fitting right into the company and I'm very proud of him but I've definitely seen where that's happened more than one time it's only happened to me one time I'm, it may happen to me indirectly but, but you don't ever you would never know yeah. and for you Camilla I haven't experienced it like she has but I looked at her so I was like I know that that feeling that happened when it happened to her um uh yeah, I don't haven't felt it personally, but I see where um, people there. It's it's just something that they they have in their head already um, about us as women, and it could be just maybe something we're doing that we're not realizing because men and women think differently, and everyone's like, yeah, men are the ones that go out there, they do whatever they got to do. That it may not even be what they need to do or or anything but we calculate things first like we don't just jump on it and like do it and figure out the rest later we will calculate it and think about it and try to process it and I think it's it, they don't understand that's kind of how we think and it could be hindering us but it also could um it could be hindering us but it also could be just something that, that there's a disconnect between understanding the way that we think and the way that that men think and the higher-ups aren't seeing that because they don't have the women up there to tell them, like, hey, 
y'all need to look at this from a different perspective because this is this is what our women are doing. This is what our women are out here accomplishing. But we can't even get this in front of y'all because there's just something. There's there's a disconnect. Something that that's happening that we're not. We're you not you will you look. I know Adriana has interview from different parts of the states. Like you went to. I remember you said you went to. I've um, gone to Seattle. I've gone to Virginia. I've gone to Texas. Um, yeah, those are the main places that I've gone. California? Not yet. <laughs> yeah, you have went to Texas. I think you said it was Anita Borg Institute? Mm-hmm. I've interviewed with a lot of companies over there and had phone interviews with people over there. And like, well, I, well my first time that I went to Grace Hopper um, conference, that was my first time actually interviewing with big companies for technical interviews, and I had no idea what a technical interview yeah, was at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, um, But I realized that like companies like MailChimp, who don't give you a technical interview, they more so want to know what you do, talk about your project, things like that. Like that's really important. I mean, I do understand that some companies would rely on technical interviewing, um, but but that doesn't make the person, and yeah. it doesn't tell you that the person is skilled to do the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and the technical interviews are really, really ridiculous out there. I I could totally understand that. So, um, Adriana and Camila will be speaking. They're doing a talk at Women Tech at a Women We Rise Women in Tech conference, and so I'm very excited because it's something different I haven't seen before. Which they both are going to be on stage together. So, okay, so tell me um, how that's going to work. <laughs> well, first of all, it's going to work because me and Camila we've talked at a conferences before, uh, Southeast Women in Computing conference. Um, we've done a lot of public speaking together. Um, it doesn't get any easier, but it doesn't. But, um, Camilla, do you want to like talk about what we're going to be talking yeah, about? Yeah, so like she said, we've spoken multiple conferences together in groups. We, I think it's like pretty rare that we'll do like singular talks because we kind of like to bounce off each other and vibe off each other's energy and our experiences. Um, so what we're going to be talking about is the struggle that we've been through after graduation and just kind of persevering, like uh, Alicia said, like just keeping that hustle and just keeping going. Even though, like, you're getting hit with no's, like, every direction. Like, I think, what, a week ago, we both got, like, all the jobs we had applied for earlier this year. We got all the rejection letters in, like, one week. And we're just like, <laughs> wow. Wow. But we just want to talk about, like, things you can do, keeping yourself busy. Like, we've been doing with Women Who Code. Um, meetups and just just expanding your knowledge while keeping that that professional development and keeping going just getting it to you so you can get to your job and your where you're supposed to be i mean it's exciting because um i've never seen two people talk on the stage so and then <laughs> I, the one thing is is that it's gonna be even more exciting because my two you know my two young girls are doing it so and um i was like and you mentioned women code so it's like this okay so tell me tell me what you tell me what, how you feel about your sisters of women of color? Well, that's with a why. Well, Sister with a why. Well, first of all, it's about the fact that people would like to think that you're just volunteering your time to do social media. You're not really benefiting at all. And that's not true because the thing about it is I'll go on Women Who Code and I'll see all the great people we follow, all the people who are on the timeline. I'm like, one of these days I'm going to connect with them because they're going to be at an event. And as soon as I mention I do the social media for Women Who Code ETL, that's when people are like, I know who they are. I know... But in regards to, like, my directors, the people who manage me, my uh, Alicia, uh, Erica, Angel, Beth, Beth, they are...
are mentors to me. They're always wondering, like, how am I doing on my job search? They help me. They connect me with people. They are there for me, and I appreciate that. So when people think that you just do social media, I don't do just do social media. I build connections. I'm building people, and I'm also helping them out to not feel like they're alone in this because they're not. I, I like it because I'm really passionate about this space of just women in tech and getting involved. And, like, we've been doing women in tech community building, like, since we were in college. Like, we built the first women in IT organization. And so this is definitely something we're really passionate about. And Women Who Code has just been, like, a great place to foster that energy and that family. Like, we really feel like we're a family here. Like, everyone's always reaching out to each other on Slack. They want to know how you're doing. They want to know, like, your accomplishments. They want to know how they can help you out in any way. And just having that support system is one of, like, the most important things. Oh, my God. On Slack, when Camilla got a job, oh, we were all like, man, I was in the back of going, oh, man, I was doing, I was doing the walk, like, oh, like, damn, girl. I was like, okay, 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 okay. Adriana, Adriana, did we hear anything? He's like, no, we're still waiting. I was like, shit. <laughs> because we just, I was like, when they say we're a family, oh, y'all don't understand. We on Slack, we talk about, I mean, we're like, okay, you got to take care of you. You got to take care of We got this right. Oh, she got a job. She got a job. I mean, there's so many, there's so many women that we help and that we don't realize we helping. You know, that's what's so crazy about Women of Code until somebody said, if it wasn't for Women of Code, you know, why, you know, you know, why this is not happening. But, you know, I I just wanted you to, you know, just hit on that. You know, it's like, okay, where are we with Women of Code? You know, what have we done? Like I said, they they had, you know, Twitter is like off the chain. I would just wish y'all saw them. That's what y'all butts need to start too. It's the social media company. <laughs> y'all folks right there. There's so many people that y'all can like really, really true. help. You know, because some folks just don't know. They need somebody. They need help really seriously. And so um, the one thing I wanted to, to, we were just talking about with, you know, with Liberty, you know, was the, um, tell us about the program that you applied for. Uh, so we got, we became, um, we applied for the big ATL incubator and thereby, um, uh, digital undivided, digital undivided. Yeah. And they had a start weekend. So if you apply to be with them, you get first invited to a start weekend, which is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, you come in, do your pitch for your idea and you get connected to mentors. Um, and then we get invited, um, over there. And so what we do is do our pitch. We meet some mentors, different mentors. We had some from New York, also here from the Atlanta area. So who was here from the Atlanta area? Uh, hey, um, from ATDC. Okay. We had some advisors from ATDC. Um, How many? Um, from my understanding, there's one. Okay, one. But we had two other, Erica was one of the mentors. Okay, Erica. But just for Friday, she was one of the mentors, um, and so she gave us good feedback on what she wanted. Like, what's important is that we're not, they're not afraid of her feelings, which is good. We're not afraid that you're going to hurt her feelings. So, I mean, we may cry in the, in the end, but, but we're going to listen to y'all. <laughs> but um, it, it's a way for them to get a feel for, like, what are you, are you going to change your idea from beginning to end? Are you coachable? Are you teachable? Like, are we going to be able to make flex you out so we can teach you, mold you into the person you're going to be? So. I think they got a good idea, and so we had our last day today, um, and so we got some really positive reviews on that there's some people who are interested in our idea, and they want to follow us, even people from um, Harriet Fund, which is really important. Well, what do you think about this whole thing, um, Camilla? I feel like this past weekend went really great um, as far as, like, a networking standpoint and just kind of, like, seeing what other women are doing in the entrepreneurial um, area as well as, like, seeing those 
who were successful with it, successfully funded, successfully sold, successfully started their own startups, um, and just kind of, like, vibing with them and getting that information, like, the energy there was, like, you could feel it. Like, Friday, like, I was all hyped up again about our idea just from, like, talking to people about it and getting their viewpoints and, like, like we have... We, we didn't really have a lot of questions yet, but, like, talking to people, it kind of, like, had us, like, think about different viewpoints and, like, pull those questions that we didn't know that we needed to ask. Oh, of course, yeah. of course, of course. So that, that in a sense, this weekend, it, it felt like it was really successful in that standpoint. And I told her, I was like, look, I was like, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but let's just go this weekend. Let's just see how it goes. Let's see how well, many you, people we can meet. Well, you all know I believe in making your own. Yeah. I believe that. I always... And, and the problem is, is there's not enough women tech entrepreneur startups here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And there is a desperate need for them because, you know, you see them in California. And then you hear in this thing where it says Atlanta's ranked number two as a tech mecca. And yet, I don't see the women jumping on board with trying to be these cre- creative startups or the showing their fear that they can't do it. Yeah, we're actually like a really low number and for best women best women in tech jobs. We're very low on that. On and here in Atlanta. Yeah, mm-hmm. Atlanta. Yeah, of course. Atlanta is not even ranking the top 50 mm-hmm. as far as helping women in tech. So at this point, you're saying, okay, is it worth me even getting a job? Mm-hmm. You know, if I have a job and I have the skill, if I went to a boot camp, or graduate from a, a college and I have um, a CS degree and yet I can't get a job because you're telling me I don't have enough skills to do the work. So what does that tell me? You know, should And over time, should I continue to, to go out there and keep looking? And you, I'm hearing women, it's like, well, they, they're not giving me a chance, so I need to um, basically start my own. Come up with an idea. So, you know, for y'all, you know, is you think that is something that if that opportunity does come along, do you want to continue with it? Do you want to make this happen? Because there's a need for it here. I definitely want to. I've always been, um, always been like that entrepreneurial spirit. Like, I always knew that I didn't want to work for somebody forever. Like, like we always say, it's like, why are we going to sit here and work on somebody else's dream for, like, the rest of our lives when we can be working on our own dreams and making that real? So, um, definitely, like, we just when we get we've got an opportunity now we have the opportunity it's not yeah you came up with this back. you came up with this great idea yeah. and so if you're with men guess what y'all would do y'all jump right into it <laughs> you know as women we'll we need to think about it we have like okay <laughs> we had a plan effectively yeah but but that's how we are I mean we want to make sure that what we're doing is going to be worth doing what mm-hmm. we're doing you know so overall are you are you are you do you think that you can be successful doing it. Do you believe you could be successful doing this? I know I can be successful. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> know that it's going to happen for me, even no matter how many rejections or how many no's or how many people tell me that I can't do it, I'm going to do it. I just want you, I mean, because I just don't want y'all to think that, you know, somebody is going to, like Liberty said, there's going to be some bump heads, some some falls, and are you going to give up? You know, as, as much as y'all don't give up on jobs, I was like, uh-uh, hell no. Y'all two right here. Y'all should have been came up with some business. And I mean, y'all should have like like tons and tons of ideas out your head. Yeah, there's 
a bunch of things. We we over here we're always thinking like, why hasn't this been invented yet? Write it down. I put notes in my phone all the time. What you talking about? She's like, wait a minute. Why did you not come up with this idea? Me and I was like, hell, like I'm up here brainstorming. Hey, we need to do this. Hey, let's come up with this. I mean, it's just like we should have like tons and tons of ideas to. So, ladies, I'm, like, loving my babies. I love my girls, you know. And I'm so thankful that um, y'all had found a time to interview with me. Um, and so, where can they find you, Adriana? Well, they can, anybody can follow me on Twitter with Adriana Valdivia without the A at the end, E-D-R-I-A. N-N-A-V-A-L-D-I-V-I. There you go. If you just look Google search, you'll find Adriana Valdivia. I do have a very great presence on the internet. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, of course, the best. And I do have my own portfolio website if anybody's interested in hiring me. Yes. (laughs) Hey, Camilla. Yeah, um, like she said, if you Google search Camilla Kaiser, Camilla with a K, um, all my social media comes up, but I'm on everything under Camilla Z Kaiser. Uh, you have to spell it out, baby. K A M I L A H Z, the letter Z, K I S E R. Yeah, Camilla, because my grandbaby name is Camilla. Aww. And she spelled it with a C A M, the flower. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, when I said Camilla, I usually have to say Camilla with a K. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. I love you both. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. All right.